Hello and welcome to the Closed Captions Podcast. Um, we critique movies. I'm Sam, and today we're doing Borat 2. Uh, yeah, hello, I'm Casper, and a quick... Oh, wait, no, before you summarize... Plot summary. <laughs> I keep so a quick plot this. summary of Borat 2. Um, it's about this guy, a Kazakhstani um, journalist in America that returns because there's Borat 1, but we will be talking about Borat 2, that returns to America to, I don't know, go undercover, and there's a story also with his daughter, and let's say they go on an adventure in America, basically. And it's it's a fucked up adventure is what it is. So it's like a Um, comedy movie, but more on that later, what type it is. supposed to be comedy. Okay, what are you going (laughs) to rate it out of 10? 4.5 4.5 to 5 out of 10. Okay. I will rate it 7.9 out of 10. Damn, that is high. Maybe way too high for my liking, to be honest. Let's see. Um, so what's special about this movie is that it's basically a bunch of pranks organized into a real movie. So lots of scenes in this Borat movie, but also in the first Borat movie, Mm-hmm. are um, real, genuine reactions of people. So, for example, in this movie, he goes to a far-right rally in America mm-hmm. with white supremacists, mm-hmm. and he starts, uh, he's dressed up so no one can recognize the actor. Mm-hmm. And he um, only spoke to the event organizers of that far-right rally so that he wouldn't be kicked off stage. Mm-hmm. But all the people in the audience genuinely didn't know that this was like a prank or something. So he goes onto the stage and talks about, uh, just starts singing a song that is very offensive in some ways. Like mm-hmm. he uses lines such as, um, chop them up like the Saudis do, or something uh, with catch the Chinese flu oh, and yeah, all of yeah. that. And the interesting thing about this is that the audience was genuinely filmed, like their genuine reactions. And some of them just started singing with him. And all of that. So the whole movie is based around these pranks where he does something extreme and you kind of, you're interested to see what the other people who are not really actors but normal people react to it. Because it's like real life. And um, obviously there's some distorted factor because you can see the camera. But often the people like sign (coughs) waivers or something before they know what it's about or they're being told it's something different. For example, the dance scene uh, at that bar, all they knew was that it's a, some dance scene for some movie, but they didn't know exactly who was going to be there or what was going to happen, like her dancing like that. And that I find particularly interesting mm-hmm. about this movie because it's not fake, but in that sense real. And like they've had some trouble in the past because um, guess how many lawsuits they got for Borat 1? <laughs> Way too many. That movie was offensive as fuck as well, wasn't it? Yeah, and just like all the people, you, you know, like some are blurred, but most of them aren't. So mm-hmm. how many lawsuits do you think there were in, for the first one? Uh, 20? 200. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But people are you know, bu- people are. So they actually didn't lose bro. any. Oh. They won all of them. 
So they probably like, like planned it out that like even if they did get sued. Yeah, they probably have a good legal department that covered all possible routes of like if you get that waiver signed and if you show that. Oh, yeah, and that. Yeah, yeah. So, but that's what I find interesting about this movie. So it's not like particularly a good movie in the sense of I don't know like Tenet or all of those mm-hmm. as like a high class blockbuster. Yeah, yeah. But more of like a societal critique cultural change movie uh, yeah i could get behind that i mean um what what do you rate it what do you rate the movie so like i mean if i look at it clearly through a lens of just a movie it's a normal movie maybe six or something it's not that good mm-hmm. no just but, how much did you enjoy it out of 10 well see i watched it with some friends mm-hmm. and i actually enjoyed it a lot because I guess if you also watch it with more people, it's funnier. And there was some scenes that were like so cringy or awkward. Mm-hmm. Some of us just like walked away and couldn't see it, which is also what I found funny. Well, but... That was probably it though, because I watched it alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I like... was like sitting there in my chair watching it. So yeah, I guess humor is always better in groups. But even alone, like... The shit that they can get away with is amazing. <laughs> so I mean, we... um, before we get into it, I would also like to just um add to the summary, like Borat's um air quotes mission is to deliver a present to a strong American man, but since he shot oh, yeah. on like a Trump Tower in Borat one, like literally took a shit in like in like the front of a trump tower he can't give a present to trump and his first of all his president is like some famous monkey from kazakhstan right yeah he like he goes back home everyone humiliates him because of borat one like they think the movie was shit and made fun of kazakhstanis and then he realizes he has a daughter who's like in a barn and like he hasn't known about this daughter and then the daughter, like, wants to go to America with him to deliver this present, like, this monkey. He doesn't want that. They go to America. The daughter eats the monkey in the crate that she, like, snuck into. And now he wants to give his daughter as a present. It's fucked up. Yeah, like, the movie line, like, the plot line, I mean, is, is very basic. It's, it's, also, I think it's unnecessary for this kind of movie. You know, like, no, I, I think, think this good, movie though. is just fully about the fucked up shit they can get away with. But I think that makes it a little bit better because it's not just random fucked up shit, but it's in some connected storyline. I guess. Well, first of all, they start with, like, my wife is nice, not. Like, you know, like, from the first movie where he's, like, being taught. Like, I saw the yeah. trailer for the first movie. Like, yeah. in the trailer, he's, like, being taught how to be humorous, and he, like, keeps fucking up not jokes. Mm. Yeah, yeah, so, like, it's, like, gotten over it. And then, but, um... So, for example, um, when they go to that Trump rally, or that rally, and he runs mm-hmm. around as Trump, that was actually genuine, uh, genuinely filmed as well. So, in uh, February of this year, there were some reports by C. And N or some news source that mm-hmm. there's someone dressed up as Trump and ran around, but it couldn't be linked to Borat. Wait, so none of this was staged? Yeah. What the fuck? That's what I mean. That 
That blew my mind. It's so dumb. <laughs> I know, like America. <laughs> like I like the I like the subtle humor to be honest. Um You know my like, rating might change towards the end of this because I thought a lot of it was staged. Yeah, me too. And right. that would have just made it like, oh, it's just another shit comedy. But you that's did tell the me not to. This movie. You did tell yes. me not to like research that. So like. True. I forgot. I thought it was probably staged. Now, um, no. apparently that it was. was. I mean, uh, most the, of it. Like, there was like two actors in this movie, which is one Sasha Baron Cohen, who's Borat, and then there's um his daughter, who is also an actor, who were. For which he casted like 500 people or something and then chose one. So all of the others are like genuine, real people. It's not his real daughter though, right? No, no, no. Because that'd be fucked up. No, no, no. <laughs> but um, like, first of yeah, all, has saying... this guy done any other movies? Or is Borat yes. like his only project? Um, no, no, no. So you have to understand this guy. I did some research on him after watching this movie because he somewhat fascinated me. So he directed this movie as well and wrote screenplay and is the main actor mm-hmm. so it's basically his creation just mm-hmm. like borat one i can i believe and he's oh. done like similarly cla- crazy movies uh, so i think before borat one he did like him i haven't watched it a movie called Al, where he plays a character called ali g or something and it's mm-hmm. like this british gangster and he was also somewhat famous so he did like Harvard had like a graduation speech where he um, did a speech as like this British gangster type deal with like no boundaries and completely dirty jokes and all of that at the 2004 Harvard uh, graduation. There's a funny video on YouTube of it actually. Um, And he's also done other characters like I think Bruno, I don't know what kind of this, what kind of movie that is. But I think like his whole deal is to do like kind of crazy characters, and that's also his amazing ability to stay in character most of the time, even in like real life. Is he and, American? Uh, I'm not sure, but uh, I actually, think his accent's real though. But uh, but actually, he also did a um, series in 2017, I believe, mm-hmm. not 18, that is called Who's America. And I just watched it, and it's him dressing up as like four people. One is like a very liberal person, like completely. The other is like a Trump supporter and all of that. And he does interviews with actual politicians and like Americans and pushes them to do the craziest shit. Like, for example, in one <laughs> clip, he's an Israeli um, uh, anti terror instructor. And people actually believe that. And he says, like, to um, uh, fight of um, <clears throat> terrorists, they have to like put their pants down and run towards them with their butt because they don't like homosexuals and that's why they'll go away. And he actually made people do that in like real life. It's like, I don't know, I think you'd like it. The humor is crazy. And like he also met Bernie Sanders and all of like famous people. And at the very end, he even met OJ Simpson as like one of his characters and made oh. um, murder jokes the whole time. <laughs> like, talking about how his wife committed suicide, like that was his character. And um, at least he didn't murder 
he didn't murder him and that he somewhat wants to murder his new girlfriend and then like kept trying to bond with oj simpson over that it, it's like so awkward but really really good because it shows like how crazy america is in those senses um yeah it's it's fucked up because like up till now it's like yeah this is all staged they probably found other people so you mean if none of it was staged this was just random american people because then i want to bring up scenes that like that are really fucking offensive you oh, know, do you know the, based on that you know fact dic- yeah do you know the dictator the dictator yeah i think that's him as well like oh, that, yeah that's about like this kind of humor i didn't like that much yeah I, it's a I, I mean it's a trashy movie but i have to yeah. admit it's funny though it's funny like even if i like i don't know maybe i just have different humor my humor is kind of like more i don't know it's more like based on meme culture I don't know why I'm like laughing about something I can't explain it it's just like shitty humor I have shitty humor is what it is yeah and Bora is like for the majority of people I've talked to everyone loves Bora so maybe that's it but like me personally I didn't like it much okay so then let's talk about different scenes or Mm -hmm. should we go through it chron yeah i don't remember what chronologically um but what scenes did you want to talk about okay first of all i love the bit where um he's like talking to his country's leader or whatever like that's sending him to america yes and then he's doing like this monologue about um like why he's going and he's like america had an evil president and then they show like Barack Obama, because like I was totally expecting Trump there. Like that's my kind of humor, you know? <laughs> yes. Like just subversion of expectation. That's that's what I like. And then the gypsy tears will keep you safe, or like um, what was it like? And... He called Mickey Mouse something stupid. I think like yeah. Michael Mouse. <laughs> well, like, ah, yes, Michael Mouse. But did you get? <laughs> Did you get the link with the first movie, like the connection? Uh, slightly, yeah. So, like in the first movie, he he was a reporter from Kazakhstan, mm-hmm. going to America, and then like because Kazakhstan didn't like the way he talked about him, mm-hmm. he was imprisoned by Kazakhstan, and now he was released for that mission. And actually, in real life, Kazakhstan was somewhat offended by the first movie. Mm-hmm. where they kind of failed to see that it was directed towards America, like the criticism, and not so much towards Kazakhstan. Yeah. But now for the second movie, they've kind of embraced it. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that was well done too, where they, like, they clearly, you know, make fun of Kazakhstan, but then they're, like, they're just like, yeah, we're making fun of them. And that's like part of the reason why this movie exists in the first place we're kind of just showing that the first movie wasn't directed towards them but like towards america you know it's just them like actually trying to fix but do you know what he did in real life sasha baron cohen because that's also the thing with borat he kind of he doesn't only exist in the movie world but he pushes it kind of very far 
So, I mean, first of all, all of that Kazakhstan and USA stuff mm-hmm. got in a lot of free press, which promoted mm-hmm. it massively. But at one point, the Kazakhstan, I think, foreign minister or some important government official mm-hmm. was at the um, was at some U.S. embassy talking. Mm-hmm. Or, no, was in America, I think. And Sasha Baron Cohen dressed as Borat, did like a fake um, press conference pretending to be the that politician outside the embassy or that government building mm-hmm. with like actual reporters and stuff. So like he pushes it extremely far, almost into like dangerous zones. But yeah. Can't pretty smart though. They didn't lose any lawsuits yet. I mean, maybe they have, but they're probably very smart on the document. Like they probably have some good lawyers. Yeah, I mean, they're better. <laughs> right? Like... They, yeah, they, they good lawyers for the kind of shit I saw them doing. Um, so you were saying about like the intro and then Micro Mouse. Uh, Michael Mouse, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of got me. Like, it was it's the like offbeat kind of humor that gets me. You know, that's like you don't expect humor to be here, and then it pops up. That's the kind of humor that gets me. Hmm. Um. But like, Borat had that a lot. Like Borat yeah, yeah, Borat that. had that. Like, the first one, I think, had that more, though. Mm. Um, I'm not completely sure. Like, both movies I watched in, like, parts. I didn't, like, sit through any of them in, like, one piece. Okay. Um, wait, so the facts guy, was he part of it? Or was he, like, an actual person as well? Um... I'm not sure, but I mean, the way it was uh, set and all of that, he looked like an actual person. But then why didn't he like, why wouldn't he like report to the authorities that there's some dude just constantly faxing to Kazakhstan about like execution and shit? Well, probably he knew that was fake and there was a camera. Yeah, true. There was a camera. Maybe he knew it was for some movie, but he was definitely not a trained actor. Dude, it. Like, it's blown my mind that they're not all hired actors, because, like, when he went to the cake store and he was just like, Jews will not replace us, the woman, like, kind of looks at him for a second, but then actually writes it down. Yeah, like, that's the crazy thing with people who, like, go with. That's what I meant also with, like, that far rights rally, not to jump too far ahead, we can come back to that later. Just, like, the audience just starts singing with him with those fucked up. Yeah, like, or, or, like, the... The KKK robe, like when he walks into this um like building wearing a like when before he like copies Trump, mm-hmm. he's like I must blend in and he wears a KKK robe and like, <laughs> walks oh, through yeah. and no one reports him. Through to and I'm just uh, like, what the to, fuck is going on here? I was Congress so confused. Thing. And then he dresses up as Trump. Like, you see him just putting on a mask of Trump, but apparently I read, like, there was actually, like, real makeup and, like, six hours of transforming him into looking more like Trump. I mean, it looked like, uh, like, when, you know, like, when he was already in there carrying his daughter, like, it actually looked like he was pretty close to looking like the actual Trump. Yes. You know? And then, uh, fucking, like... Everyone starts booing him, and, like, the security takes him off stage, and then, like, Mike Pence is just kind of staring at him, 
And I thought, you know, like, Mike Pence, you know, I, okay, I don't want to bring, like, politics into this, but you just personal opinion, I think Mike Pence is a dick. Right? So I was, like, surprised by the fact that he signed up to just do this for a movie, but apparently he didn't. <laughs> no, that's, yeah, yeah he now didn't. Now it makes sense to me. Now it makes sense to me, like, why his acting was so good. It wasn't acting. <laughs> so, yeah. So, wait. So, what actually happened after that? Or, like, what's um, the next Um, I, th- I think he, like, he was, like, yeah, he didn't accept the gift and then, like, got, like, a fax about being executed by cows in, like, some weird manner. Like, <laughs> apricots in their asses or something. I don't know. And then, and then they were like, oh yeah, yeah. And then they were like in the car trying to find other people to give his daughter to. And then they like, they're like going through politicians that are close friends of Donald Trump and like, but are now in prison. It's like everyone's in prison, but then they like end up at uh, Rudy. Was the next thing then with the plastic surgery? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But like, for example, that scene. I mean, I just find it interesting because it's like commenting socially on, I mean, commenting on the societal culture of like plastic surgery and all of that. Yeah. And and then I guess it does it in like a somewhat cheesy way because first of all, you want it. And then she says, I know I'm good the way I am, which is like the ethical approach. But I still find it interesting though. And for example, that person that she was in the car with, Mm-hmm. that um, woman um, mm-hmm. like she was a genuine person like she didn't she she thought there was some documentary being filmed about I don't know child laboring uh, tra- trafficking or something oh. and like her reaction I think was one of the best in the book like she was so su- I mean the movie, she, the was movie. So yeah, she was so she was like such a nice person she was like the only nice American throughout the movie yeah, yeah, but it's like all genuine, which is so crazy. Yeah, yeah. Also, like the dude at the cosmetic center was like racist against Jews. Oh, <laughs> uh, you might want to yeah. mark this podcast as explicit though, because like I know we're only just quoting stuff and talking about it, but then like the algorithm doesn't care. Okay, sure. And they I'm might start like fucking us over. Yeah. Um, if you're listening and you're offended, um, we're sorry, but uh, you're easily butt hurt, so shut the fuck up. Um, <laughs> like, do that cosmetic center is like. This, don't watch Boris. <laughs> yeah, please don't. Like, for the sake of your brain, <laughs> if there is any. Um, and then the like potatoes as implants thing, like that wasn't funny to me. Was that funny to you? Uh, no, it was okay. It was not, okay, not right? Good. Yeah. Or like the but... giving her like a treat in front of the babysitter. Oh, yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, I mean, like, some things, I guess, weren't that funny. Did it Did it remind you of, like, Mr. Bean in any way? Like, there was a lot of practical humor, and that's basically what, like, Mr. Bean's whole shtick was, right? Just practical humor? Um, I don't know. I didn't really make that connection, maybe because there was too many other offensive things going on. <laughs> I see I see where you're coming from though like I get it like yeah. um do you remember the scene when he's like trying to make up uh, money for like her plastic surgery and starts working at like a barbershop 
Yes, yes. You remember that? Yes. And then he's like yeah. constantly showing him the hair. That reminded me so much of like a Mr. Beast episode. <laughs> True. Yeah. True, right? Like, do you remember yes. that? It looks just like a Mr. Bean episode. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a good illusion. <laughs> and then, and then, like, um, what else did I like? What What did you like? Like, uh, like a scene you enjoyed? Like around that time in the movie. Yeah, I don't know. I've forgotten most of it. You've forgotten but, most of it. Because I watched it like a week or two. And I think. Oh. Yeah, a week or two weeks ago. But um, I don't know. Can you remind me what happened after the plastic surgery? Did he? What happened? Oh, oh, oh. Okay, I liked that one scene. I don't know if it was before or after. But mm-hmm. it was so it was so hard to watch. Which one? When he dresses up as a Jew and goes into the synagogue. Oh damn! That was so cringe. I was like, yeah, I'm not watching this shit. That was so like oh, that was so offensive. But I don't know. I mean, first of all, like the Holocaust is a lie thing. Oh yeah, that too. Jesus yeah. Christ, like. Oh, what oh, the fucking hell. And then they go into the synagogue. Um, and he's like, this this really sweet woman, right? Like, that was a genuine reaction as well. I mean, I guess she saw the camera, but like, I don't think she cared. She was like, such a sweet woman. And then he runs out of the synagogue, fucking dancing and going, the Holocaust was real. Yeah, but that's like the brilliance, although that was like almost too far for me. But like, Yeah, the balls on judge. the guy, though. Yeah, but that was like the Bruins. Like you think, okay, he'd probably okay, he'd be. I mean, he'd switched now from being anti to yeah, yeah. all Jews or something, and then he is happy and dances out because the Holocaust was true and like not the other way around. It's like so. Yeah. It's fucked so, up, is what it is. I don't know how else to say it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was a little too offensive for me. I think that's where I felt. Like I mean, I guess we as Germans are more sensitive to that topic, especially uh, as um technically a foreigner in German, and like just like we go to a school where like we're made aware of this fact like a lot, I'd say, yeah, and then um and then like that shit happens, and it. I I couldn't watch that scene. It wasn't enjoyable. It wasn't funny. It wasn't enjoyable. It was just I had to sit through that scene. You know? Um, But that, I mean, although I didn't really resonate with the scene, I find it fascinating from, uh, like, from a, just from a societal standpoint, mm -hmm. how such a scene in 2020 can be made. Yeah. Any influencer, imagine anyone on social media doing yeah. something like that, except Borat. He'd imagine like canceled. Tom Cruise doing that shit. He'd be destroyed, or like Johnny Depp or something. Or just like anyone. <laughs> yeah, literally anyone except this man would would have been like absolutely shredded online. Yeah. Right. Um. Oh yeah. Wait. Actually, um, you said there were only like two, three actors, right? I think so. What yeah. about the two guys he stayed with? 
Um, I'm not sure. Like, was that staged? Because, like, he just randomly stayed at someone's place, right? Uh, yes. Let me... I mean, I we can research it. But I'm not sure. Oh. But uh, I'll research it and we can talk about something else. Like, what did you think of the dance scene when they were at that dance bar? Uh, the dance bar? Oh, the period dancing. Yeah, like that was crazy too. That was, that was bad. That was bad. That wasn't like humorous. It yeah. was just disgusting. Right? Yeah. It's just like why would you why would you do that? But I mean, I guess the whole movie's made out of like high purple, please. Mm-hmm. Or no, I mean, yeah. So I guess it somewhat makes sense, but yeah, I don't, I don't really know. Um, I did some research. It says when who's Judith Dim Evans? I am not sure. I think this is like before he goes into the synagogue. Mm. Yeah. Before he went into the synagogue, he did break character and explain to um, the woman there, like, what's going on. Yeah. So, uh, that's about the only time he broke character, and everything else was mostly not staged. Oh, no, the Moonblood dance was also staged. Yeah, like, no, people knew they were coming for a movie, but they didn't know what was going to happen. Oh, yeah, yeah. People were paid $100 to participate under the yes. impression that they were extras in a movie about a formal southern dance. Yes, yeah, so it's somewhat staged, but they're still not ready for what's to come. Like, yeah. I, like, I wouldn't consider it staged. That, like, it's still genuine reactions. Um, his stay with those, like, two QAnon believers was not staged. He just randomly right. stayed at two people's house. Crazy. <laughs> During the whole, like, COVID pandemic. Jesus Christ, this man, he has balls of steel. You know, mm. as much as I sometimes think he goes a tad too far. Yes. Mad like, respect to the guy for, like, doing this. You like know? many people, though, like, you have to uh, always push the boundaries. Even though, like, maybe you shouldn't. I think yeah. it's always interesting to go beyond what is usually accepted. And for yeah. that... When he stayed with the two guys and he asked, like, what's more dangerous, the Repu- the Democrats or this virus? And mm-hmm. they just said, the Democrats. Oh, yeah, yeah. So His, funny. like, two scientist friends. I-, I think that was, like, the bit I enjoyed the most, where he was, like, stuck inside with these two random dudes. Mm-hmm. I think that that was, like, the funniest bit for me. The, like, the song they wrote, you know, like, the Obama bit. Um, <laughs> yeah, Democrats are more dangerous. Just the like weird ass talks they had about you know the flu being a hoax. Yeah, and then like but... just beating at the wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just like crazy. Yeah, and I then like how the guys didn't kick him out though. Yeah, like I guess I don't know. <laughs> but see, like for example, if 
um, I'm quickly skimming through the movie. When you mm -hmm. see that far right rally, like mm -hmm. that's why also in this movie, I think he dressed up a lot as different characters. He's always looking different so that people wouldn't recognize him. I was a little bit confused by that at first when I didn't know it was all like genuine. Like, why is he constantly looking different? But mm -hmm. looking back, it makes a lot of sense because otherwise it could have been linked to Borat or linked to that other guy of that. Mm -hmm. So it's like a smart move. And in the far right's rally, it's actually like some of the audience reaction, like some of the faces are blurred and some aren't. So like the legal department knew what they were doing. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, the, the, I think, I don't even know what I want to say anymore. Because I just remembered some of the stuff. It's fucked up. Like part of the rally, I, I did enjoy that a bit. Um, yeah, so should should we talk about the last? Okay, not the last, but like the scene with um, Giuliani, the politician. Jesus. Oh, hell no. Wait, you mean Rudy, right? Yeah. Wait, was that staged? No. She actually, he actually got into bed with a fucking 15-year-old. See, that's... No, no, no. See, that's the thing. He claims that he was just, um, like, tucking his shirt in and that the movie made it seem like something was about to happen. And he was angry at the movie for portraying him in a way, in that, that way. I mean, but, what man tucks his shirt in by taking it out? <laughs> I'm just yeah, having a hard time yeah. understanding that. Yeah. Jesus Christ. He's like... Isn't he like the number, mayor of America right now? Uh, to, like it says here, former New York City mayor and Trump advisor. And... Yeah... I don't know. Like, you know the scene Bor when Borat comes in and declares she's like 15, she's too old for you, and he runs out? It's mm -hmm. like in that moment he runs away. You don't know if he was genuinely planning something or if he was just sitting there. Also, like, if he was... No, but if he was just tucking in his shirt, why would he get up and run away? Yeah, he's no. He was said he was tucking in his shirt after uh, to take off the recording equipment. Yeah, I don't, I don't believe the guy. And if like that's considered appropriate, and he can get away with that, I don't want to know the kind of shit he's done. Yeah. Yeah. It's messed up. I was so dumb. Like I okay now I'm just in shock of. The kind of shit Borat's like managed to show, you know, the kind of shit that surfaced because of this guy, uh, and the fact that yeah, that but it's like it's it, like all known but not really known, you know. It like kind of gets lost in all of the fake news and real news and yeah, yeah, um, general social media culture. But like, if you look at that guy and just the way he acted. He does seem like a creep. Yeah. 
Like, when, like, she gives some manual to Rudy, and he's just like, oh, it's wonderful. Doesn't even read it, doesn't realize what the fuck he just called wonderful. Yeah. Um, but, but, um, and then there's the ending where, like, Borat was used to uh, spread around the coronavirus. Like, there, mm-hmm. then again, the movie kind of goes into the fictional side. And I makes... feel like that was to get, you know, people's mind of the fact that they just watched an American politician with so much power do that shit. I think that yeah, was necessary. Maybe. And I think, like, to tie together the story mm-hmm. and somewhat comedically, too. Yeah. I mean, I guess somewhat comedic. Oh, um, I think, yeah, the ending I did, like... Like, in the ending, it was like, um, we now traffic grooms instead of brides. You know, I, like, he's like, oh, yeah, everything is good now. Everything is going great. And then there's the offbeat humor again where, like, he just goes, yeah, we now traffic grooms. And then there's, like, the fatality rate plummets to 92%. <laughs> yeah. And it's dropped amazingly. To ninety two percent. Um. Um. Was there? I, uh-huh. yeah, I have something more about the Rudy Giuliani scene. So there's an article here, and it, I mean, first of all, this movie it, it it's called here a mockumentary, which is mm-hmm. I, I think it kind of fits. Yeah, I and think that describes it pretty new, well category of movie or mm-hmm. category of movies i haven't seen a lot from i think that's also the reason why i find it particularly interesting yeah mm. so he's uh cohen the actor said that um rudy thought he was alone with her he told the late night host he brought a cop with him an ex-policeman and the policeman there's a sweep of the entire hotel suit and i'm obviously running to get in there jump in the hideaway locked this thing shut. So uh, Borat was hiding in a special compartment in the hotel room so that when it was searched um, it looked like there was no one else there. Oh. So that uh, Giuliani literally thought he was alone with her because apparently it was a secret camera that filmed them at that point. Jesus Christ. So that's like creepy. That is messed up. That is seriously messed up stuff this movie's brought about. I I do want to talk about it. Like, I don't want to be ignorant about it. Do you think we should do it on the podcast, though? It, I think, like, maybe we should take this conversation offline just because this podcast is supposed to be, like, a movie critique. I suppose. Like, I don't want to discourage having a conversation about this because, like, we need to. Right? This isn't an issue that'll just that we should just, like, let go. Yeah, I think we do. I think we really need to talk about it, but um, so I think then we just kind of have to talk about it later and like for now focus on the movie. Um, so do you have anything else to say about this movie then? Like, who would you recommend it to, and then we can move on to our movie bit? Um, oh, yeah, um, I'd recommend this movie 
to the people that have like uh not my kind of humor like normal ish kind of humor that first of all aren't easily butthurt right like people that can take some offense and still laugh about it of course Mm-hmm. But also people that don't easily, like, don't read too much into the humor and kind of just want to watch it with friends. I don't think this is a watch-alone-at-home kind of movie. Mm-hmm. I think there's a more of a, you know, community kind of movie where everyone sits together and everyone gets to have a bit of a laugh and, like, make their own jokes mid-movie. Yes. That is that is the kind of person and the kind of place I would recommend for this movie. All in all, um, I think I'll change my rating to six out of ten, just because all the reactions were real. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can what totally you? agree with what you said. Like, it's so offensive that if you're easily offended, uh, mm-hmm. you shouldn't watch it. Um. But it's out there not as a statement, but more as like an observation. I think, like yeah. obviously he's Borat is a fictional character, and the actor's not saying that like he doesn't believe in those things as the character is yeah. playing, even though it's in real life. Yeah, and I mean the actor literally like during that Jewish scene literally broke out a character for the first time ever because he realized how much how offensive it was, you know. Yeah, so like, yeah, and yeah, so yeah, but uh, one last thing before we finish this conversation, mm-hmm. I think it's so interesting and so well done how he can stay in character so much. Like, it's literally like not like an actor, but almost like a real life actor. Like, I don't know how to explain, but even when, like he did some YouTube video with David Dobrik for promoting the movie. Mm-hmm. And apparently he stayed, like, in character the whole time. Yeah, that man does not leave character. Like, hats off to that guy for it. Like, also, if he's an American actor, and that isn't his original accent, this might be the first person whose accent I've misjudged. No, he's British. Oh, he's born yeah. in Britain. Yeah, but, like, I I misjudged his accent just because, like, when he did an American accent, there was, like, still some, um, what did he call it, Kazaka accent? Yes. In there, right? Like, wh- even when he was doing the American accent, like, his T's and his R's were still pronounced in the accent he was doing before. So I thought his natural accent was the one he was, like, doing. Apparently not. Apparently he has, like, a, a British accent. And did you know he's actually uh, raised Jewish Jewish because his parents are Jewish? <laughs> yeah, that explains him being that, like, open about, you know, being offensive mm-hmm. to Jews because, like, he kind of is allowed to be, like, racist about himself, I guess. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Should we okay. end it with your rating? What's your final rating after this? Mm, I don't know. It's like I almost wouldn't put it in the same category as all the previous movies uh-huh. because I yeah, don't see it not. so much as a movie but more of like a visual criticism in a comedic mockumentary style. 
So it's mm -hmm. very hard to give it a rating in the same criteria as Tenet or Django Unchained, for example. So yeah. like, I don't know, like I could say a rating now, but like the movie rating as a blockbuster mm -hmm. would be low, but my appreciation for it as that other type of movie is very high. What is it then? Yeah, in what category though? The blockbuster or the other one? The other one. Because, yeah, you know, it doesn't need to be a blockbuster to be an enjoyable movie. Probably around, like, eight, like I said before. All right. You're just going to stick to the eight. Mm-hmm. All right. So now we move on to our not-so-new segment anymore. Um, yeah, we've done three we... episodes about this. Wake up, sheeple. <laughs> um, where we write our own script to potentially film someday, not potentially, certainly film certainly someday. Certainly film someday, and unless one of us dies. Or COVID. Um, um, <laughs> <laughs> and it's about a boy who wakes up and suddenly there's a clone of that boy and he li starts living with the clone and he goes through negative and positive phases. And it's supposed to be a comedy with some, I guess, scientific, I mean, science fiction connections, but not overly scientific. Mm -hmm. So what, like, we have the intro, basically. Yeah. Um, and, you know, in the first episode or second, I believe, we discussed that scene about the kid with ice cream. The kid with ice cream. Like a guy oh. eating ice cream and ice oh, yeah, cream yeah. dropping and stuff. Do you still yeah. want to include that scene or do you want to um, eliminate it? I am not sure right now. I think we should leave it in there for now. Like we should refine the script a bit later. Okay, so yeah. I'm really sure about the structure. Um, okay, because I also wasn't sure. Though, that's why I asked. One like, serious-ish question. If one of us dies, does the other continue working on the movie? Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, um, probably not. Unless that was the other person's wish, then I'd do it definitely. Like, if you were to die, mm -hmm. um, then and you wanted this to be finished, then I would do that, obviously. But otherwise, Okay, so here's maybe my follow-up question. If you died, would you want me to finish the movie? Um, would you? Like, what would your instinct be? My instinct? That's, that's the thing, though. Like, my instinct was to um, ask your permission, and then I realized, oh, wait a second, he's dead. <laughs> because right. I mean, in one sense, I I don't really know if I want this to be my legacy after I die. <laughs> <laughs> Especially because like you're leaving it in some other person's hands. But on the other sense, I'm all for creation and mm -hmm. literally anything that's like created. I think it should be explored and fully to fully reach its potential. So yeah, sure, like, created. Like. Leonardo in memory of right? some of his best inventions were never invented they were just there's conceptualized stuff. they were yeah there there were concepts of it that were used later on for inventions but he never finished it 
you know? Yeah, no, but there's actual, I, I heard there is further inventions that he had that he, we still don't know today that because he was so intelligent mm-hmm. that he just didn't share with the world because it's, it would have been used in a bad way. Like, I heard that he invented something so we could stay underwater longer or something like that at that time. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know how much of that is true, but he never shared it. And I don't know if that is a genius move or a not-so-genius move. But I see both sides. Well, to... Um, you know what? If I die and you do have the time, I'd want you to continue the movie. Okay, but let's not spend too much about that um, theoretical future because let's hope it doesn't happen. Yeah, well, the best we can do is hope. The kind of shit I do, I'm probably going to die pretty soon. Uh, <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> um, so, I don't actually know where we want to start. <laughs> um, We could start with the structure we had, right? Um. So far, we got guy wakes up with a clone, doesn't believe he's real, opposed to clone, you know, some kind of abortion metaphor. Accepts clone. Clone and guy become friends. They solve guy's problems in school. They both want the same girl. They sched- make like a schedule to go out with the same girl. Um, I, I think, think we need like an ending. No, I think there should be a second um, fight between the two about the girl. Oh, when they both get too close to her, okay. Yeah. Um, and then and then I think we need like maybe one or two more scenes to like have an interesting ending that is not too foreseeable, but that kind of ties it up nicely, like in all comedy movies. Well, we could make it so that like the solution to the second conflict is the ending. Uh, and. Do you have any solutions for that solution? For the second conflict. How about the girl gets a clone? <laughs> mm, yeah. Nah, right? We but could that do that. But that, that takes the uh, uniqueness away from the clone situation of the boy. If, like, anyone could get a clone. Would that be accept- uh, like expected, though? No, but if you think about it, yes, because like when you look back at it, of course, just get another clone. It's like I think we could do it, but I feel like there's a better we solution just fuck out with there. everyone and make it so that it was all just a dream and the dude just wakes up in the end. Um, <clears throat> we can fuck with everyone and <laughs> do it in a way where it represents something, but let's not do it that it was a dream because that's far too cliche and I hate when movies are like that because uh-huh. I don't know it just takes all the effect away from yeah so we could make it that it's all like I don't know some something similar to a dream yeah um maybe the guy thinks it's a dream but then we kind of show that it wasn't 
what I mean? Like we show a hint of it having existed in reality. Like, like, um, we like thinking about the dream thing. Like, I don't really like it, but I could see it working. Like, imagine a guy in like lockdown quarantine and he's like at home all day and he like turns crazy and he starts imagining this whole thing. And then mm -hmm. at the end, something takes him out of that dream world because mm -hmm. I don't know, lockdown has ended or someone visits him or something like that, or his pizza mm -hmm. arrives or something. <laughs> Oh yeah, just something yeah. really stupid. And then you see it's a dream because that would make it time relevant, but I'm still not fully convinced. I don't know. What do you think? Um Yeah, maybe we shouldn't do the like uh dream thing, you know? Yeah, but I think we need something at the end like that. We need some kind of is a, like a plot twist. Exactly. We need some kind of a plot twist. How uh, the, uh, the clone turns out to be homosexual. No. <laughs> and then the clone and the dude live happily ever after just together. <laughs> yeah, but I think that would have. I mean, we could make it that way, but nah, let's do something. We could make it so that the clone, um, the clone goes evil. Who'd have thunk it? Yeah, the but then it seems like, guy. but then the whole structure we've just had is basically the opening to a real movie. Like, you know, that's like the backstory of why someone is evil. Oh, shit. Cool. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then you can have like the whole evil movie and then you need all of that which we could do but but uh you know yeah if one of us dies, it's gonna be kind of hard to film that <laughs> in, in what theoretical world do you live <laughs> like, i just want to consider okay, what yeah. if both of us die <laughs> google docs will complete it for us now. <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast um we'll like put the google docs link somewhere um please complete the movie for us if we die <laughs> jesus christ sure but <laughs> well, not so sure yeah mm. i don't know okay, what so i'm doing okay let's think think of plot twists so it's basically like a basic environment school and home life so nothing too crazy we haven't really decided what country but it's probably going to be germany because that's the easy like we could make it seem it's America and then we could link it to politics or something, but maybe not. Yeah, probably not. We could make it that. Yeah, I don't know. We could try and reach out to Borat. <laughs> yeah, no. Just have him take responsibility for why the clone is there. No. <laughs> okay, so like, what can we do? At the end. Um, we could kind of make it so the clone like ventures off on his own onto his own life or something. But from what incentive? Like, why would he do that? Being in love with that girl? Maybe they're like both in love, have like a fight, and then this could be like the cool action sequence. Nah, but if we make the clones fight, that's gonna be really hard editing and screenplay. Yeah, I mean, we can have somewhat. A fight scene because it's not like an action movie 
and it's yeah, but then, like people having the clones fight would be really hard. No, but what we u- would use? Oh, we actually we haven't decided the movie we're gonna watch for next week. I mean, technically oh, we have. True, we didn't we didn't but decide that. That's uh, I wanna suggest this movie that I've suggested to you. I think it was called I Am Legend or something because the two main characters are played by the same guy. And apparently I Am Legend isn't that scene. the Will Smith? Movie? Oh, oh, never mind, not I Am Legend. Um, I will look at it. I will look up the name now but they have a fight scene where basically the actor fights himself which is why i think it is an interesting movie to watch for our movie that's probably really hard to do though yeah no like we shouldn't do that Mm -hmm. we could have a basic version of that where we have like a body double that is dressed the same way as the clone obviously and then you have like from the back shots where you can't yeah. really see much and all of that. But it's definitely very limited. We could have the clone. Um... Uh, the movie's just called Legend. Can we do that for next week? Yeah, sure. Let's do that next week. Yes. Tune in next week for Legend, apparently. Legend. <laughs> yeah. Um. You, we could make it so that the clone falls in love with another girl and it turns out like the original guy isn't in love with her. So like the clone is starting to develop his like own brain kind of. I suppose. Right, I think that could but, be cool. But that seems like a bit like lazy writing, you know what I mean? Because like, yeah. you don't really see it coming. It has to be something that is like appearing throughout the movie that makes sense like because we could also do that the girl chooses one and then the other one is heartbroken and something happens but how about um, the clone is the original with a wiped memory and like we slowly hint at that throughout the movie and then at the end they're like wait a second i'm not the clone you're the clone and the person that's the clone just runs off yeah, but maybe it's too complicated. I, but you just gave me an idea. Mm-hmm. What if, like, um, the boy, the real boy, goes on, like, a party then, mm-hmm. like, and the clone as well, to impress the girl, and one of them, like, gets with the girl, and you see them, like, waking up the next mm-hmm. day, mm-hmm. and then it's, like, a somewhat repetition of, like, the beginning and suddenly the clone is gone or the clone is there again like his mirror image in that way like not mirror but like repeated but it wouldn't really make contextual sense i guess yeah i don't think it would we could do like uh he gets with the girl no he doesn't like get with the girl they just like party with the girl and then like the clone realizes the other guy is closer to the girl, walks off. Oh, like, that could be good. And then the girl wakes up and there's a clone of her. And then they both mm-hmm. scream and the movie ends. Because it's, it's a comedy movie, right? So... Ooh. Oh, yeah. That, that's good. Just another idea. What if, like, the clone thing is transmissive? Is that the word? Transferable. Um, oh. So... Whenever something happens, let's, for example, say a kiss 
or some specific handshake or even yeah. something further which could happen between the person and the uh, the girl in that party night and that's why the next day then the clone from the guy is gone and the girl suddenly has a clone yeah we could do that like we could work out the specifics but it's How basically would we like at the fact that it's transferable um, uh, I guess we Don't could introduce a handbook. <laughs> <laughs> that could be so funny to have like a user manual type deal on yeah, it, yeah. like in some phone or something, in like Russian, Chinese, and then he starts looking through it from the wrong side, and he's just in Korean, and then he switches yeah, yeah. it around. Like we could have that, and we could also, when the guy wakes up with the clone, you could have some flashbacks to the party of mm-hmm. him making out like depends on the action that transfers it or um shaking hands with some scientist girl or guy like you know where or something like that or like kissing a twin and then they realize yeah. they're not actually twins or something i don't know but do you think we should do that like we could definitely hint at it and it's something that's complicated but i think it's grass Football, is that a word? I guess, yeah, but, um... Maybe we should just, like, not hint at the transferable thing at all. Yeah. We should just end it at, like, a... Weird point, like, just... Like a cliffhanger, you know? So the girl doesn't wake up with a clone. No, the girl wakes up with a clone, but there's no explanation okay. for why she has a clone, or if, and you don't know if the other clone's gone. Um. Okay, yeah, we could do something like that. Yeah. Trying to imagine it. With... Now we need a fuck ton of offbeat humor. But where? Yeah, definitely. But don't you think that would maybe be too confusing, like too open ended? If you don't know what happened to the clone, nor why there's a second clone or the clone changed. Um, like, I think maybe we need a little bit more explanation, but we could develop that at some other point. Oh, that during the script. I think we should end the podcast with okay. our final structure. The movie ends with the girl having a clone. <laughs> Everyone and... gets a clone. Equality. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so girl having a clone and the uh, guy main and protagonist is still there. Mm-hmm. Protagonist is with her. I don't oh. think the protagonist should be with her. Still there. Clone question. Okay. Yeah. Okay then. Yeah. Then, yeah, sure. Thank you for listening. Um, this is Sam. Goodbye.